All right, folks, and welcome aboard Tuesday Night Edition Philip Ward Show. More importantly, three weeks from tonight, we have a chance to right the wrongs of 2020. We have a chance to make sure that this Democratic Party, Joe Unity Biden, that some of the power that they have is finally taken away from these people who have just been a total disaster for this country. 946th day today of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 824 days left for all of us to endure. You know, we're going to have a choice here. Do we give these people more power who have brought us the highest inflation rate in 40 years, record high gas prices, uh, the, the Joe Unity Biden and his party that have decided to continuously release our strategic reserve for our, our, our oil. And then when it comes to domestic production of oil, even though Oklahoma uh, and Texas and the United Socialist State, California, New Mexico and, and states, various states throughout the country, even though we have domestic oil right here and that would lower gas prices if we increased our oil production, he's going over and he's begging Saudi Arabia and OPEC. Well, you guys have to produce more oil because I can't. Why? Because my radical leftist socialist base so that is now the democratic party and the democratic party's voters say oh we can't do that you know he gave a speech earlier today as well a uh, a restore row rally you know they, because again and 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 this is where the democratic party is so out of touch with the american people they don't even know what the issues are that are well either they know what the issues are that the american people say are are the most vitally important ones when it comes to how they're going to vote for the midterm elections or they just don't really care you know joe unity biden over the weekend was saying i'm not concerned about the united states's economy i'm worried about the rest of the world well because well we have a, an economy that's strong as you know what well how does that make any sense at all why is the american president even though Americans are dealing with financial hardships, and again, we're dealing with Biden inflation, we, we're in a recession right now. As much as the Democratic Party wants to say that we're not in a recession, and instead of changing the policies that brought us to this point, they say, oh, you know what, we're just going to change the definition. Okay, is that a winning message when it comes to the midterm elections? I really don't believe so. But it's Biden inflation and the economy that are the biggest issues that are facing the american people and they're in this situation you know you got the ap poll that came out and you have 46 percent of americans that were describing themselves as poor i mean at what point do we as americans look at our fellow americans who are, are describing themselves in the in these ways and americans that now have to live paycheck to paycheck to paycheck at what point do we start to feel upset? Do we start to feel heartbroken in a way where it didn't have to be like this? These circumstances that Americans are now dealing with, you can directly blame Joe Unity Biden for. You can directly blame the one-party democratic rule that this country has now had to deal with for almost two years now. And 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 at this um 
at this uh, restore row rally that Joe Unity Biden's doing earlier today. I mean, it's just a total disaster. Again, the guy, you can't even trust him to give a speech anymore where he's going to get through it. He's going to make sure that he that he sounds, at least tries to sound correct in the wording um, and the, the sentences that he formulates. You really can't even trust him to have a teleprompter anymore. He, he, he was spelling out the government, government website uh, uh, yesterday. And then, you know, you, you got the old end of quote, repeat the line. I mean, it's like, really, Joe? Cognitively, mentally, physically, Joe Unity Biden is not up to the task of being president. I mean, this, this is the guy that received 81 million votes. He is the most... If, that's accurate. The most popular president that this country has ever seen. And 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 it, it goes from that not even 2 years on. And he's his polling is awful. The the party the polling for his party now is becoming to sway towards the Republicans. I just I I, I don't understand it. And if if doctor, I better say doctor, Jill Biden behind the scenes knows that Joe is not up to the task, is not all there, and cannot fulfill the duties of the office. Why is he still in this position? Is it that much that D the Democratic Party and Dr. Jill Biden, they love power that much that they'll put Joe through this? I mean, he makes a total fool out of himself any time that he tries to get... I mean, if, if he goes off the, off the teleprompter, good Lord, good luck... You know, he'll, he'll, he'll sneak up behind, like he did to the little girl, the no serious guys until you're 30. And, and, and it's something that he repeatedly does. You know, and I personally, I'm trying to figure out why the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media, why they keep letting him get away with things like that. You know, I think Byron York from the Washington Examiner, why, why does he do this? Why, you know, does he think it's funny? Does he think it's comical? Because I don't. And imagine if, if, if like a Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis did that. Oh my goodness, the media would be flipping out. But anyway, so at this Restore Row rally, held by the Democratic National Committee at the Howard Theater, Washington, D.C. Well, Joe Unity Biden, right? So he's talking about Roe v. Wade. And this is his exact quote. And I'm not kidding you with it. This is what our president said earlier today. The right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed. The married married couples in the privacy of their bedroom. Uh, excuse me, I'm thinking about the Dobbs decision. It's like, oh, okay, okay then, Joe. He also, then he gives this, after he's done giving his speech, he goes, thank you, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're like, what? All right, Joe. What are you sorry for? Oh, wait, given Americans a you know, 40-year high by inflation, record high gas prices, continuously releasing our, our strategic uh, petroleum reserve when it comes to oil. Is that what you're sorry for? I don't think you are. I mean, those are all your policies. He just got, thank you. I'm sorry. I mean, it's almost, if, if, if what the Democratic Party and Dr. Jill Biden, and again, I still personally believe that behind the scenes, it's Barack Hussein Obama who's running the country. But if it wasn't so vile and evil 
what was going on behind the scenes, then you, you, at some point you might even feel bad for, for Joe Unity Biden. But the thing with Joe is he's been at a, a crook for his entire career. And the, the guy has sold out the American people over and over and over again. A guy that's been in Washington, D.C. politics for over 50 years. It's hard to feel bad for a person like that. Um, and by the way, the message of his, well, the attempted message of Joe's speech is that he wants to codify Roe. You, you continuously hear this, make Roe into law, codify Roe. Well, he's blaming Republicans for this. You know, this is even though the Democrats have the uh, majority in the Senate and the majority in the House and the White House and the White House fake set. But he, it needs to happen after the midterms. He can't do anything right now. But after, quote, if if we can, if Democrats, you know, hold on to the House and hold on to uh, the Senate, and they get more, oh, God forbid, they get more Democrats in there. Joe is saying, I make to you and the American people a promise. The first bill that I send to, that I send to the Congress will be to codify Roe v. Wade. And when Congress passes it, I'll sign it in January, he says. If Republicans get their way with a national ban, now wait a minute here. Where are, where are Republicans looking to nationally ban Roe v. Wade? And I, listen, Lindsey Graham, I've, Lord, I, he calls himself a Republican. I, don't, you know, I saw him, um, he was doing a, an event yesterday in uh, uh, excuse me, Georgia with Herschel Walker. And I mean, Lindsey Graham's just a weird dude. There's really no other way to describe Lindsey Graham. I mean, listen, I get it. Is he? Is he? Does he fight for Republican causes at times? Yeah. Can he be trusted? Uh, no, I don't think so. He just he just shifts. I mean, whichever way the wind blows, there goes old Lindsey Graham. Um, but so and 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 maybe Joe can make an argument there, and Lindsey Graham and his bill. I said on this program was just politically stupid as far as that. And listen, not if I agree with it or not, but the whole point of Republicans of huge conservative value is that we believe that the state should have powers to decide over an, a, an encompassing federal government that comes in and gets to tell your state what you can and can't do. So regardless if I agree with Lindsey Graham's bill or not, I believe, and I've said it on this program repeatedly, that it should be the state's that have the right to decide on, on abortion. And again, that's how it should be, just through reading the Constitution. There, there's nothing in the Constitution at all that says abort, and, and abortion is not a constitutional right. So, I, you know, that's what Lindsey Graham gives uh, Joe Biden here, gives him an opportunity to make a, you know, this, this sentence that supposedly is going to scare uh, the American people, well, Democrats, but the Democrats are petrified as is. You know, I tell you about liberals, they, they wake up, they're miserable, they go to bed, they're miserable, they live their lives miserably. So he says, so let me be very clear, if such a bill were to pass in the next several years, he says, all I'll veto it. So, so forget about it. Just give Democrats more power. That's that's what Joe Unity Biden wants to do. Now, you even had propaganda news, CNN, and, and and I was shocked when I read it. This was yesterday morning. They come out and they they sort of go and attack Joe Unity Biden. Quote: Biden has spent more than a fourth of his presidency working from Delaware, i.e. 
on vacation. They should have put working in quotation marks. Outpacing Trump's regular trips away. Now watch the watch the snide shot they take at Trump, by the way. Anyway, President Joe Unity Biden spent the weekend at his home in Delaware. Another family member met up with his wife and other family members. If, uh, if they followed usual practice, Willow the cat and Commander the dog. Let's make sure to throw that in there, right? Because that's what the American people need to hear. They're worried about the cat and the dog. It's a familiar weekly ritual as of this point in his presidency. Biden has spent more than a quarter of his time on vacation, working from his home state of Delaware, just house in Wilmington or Rehoboth uh, Beach. No, 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 no. Don't you even try to say working. We know that Joe Unity Biden ain't working. Right? Just eat an ice cream and sleep. You know, I think the Democratic Party and the Democrats who are really in charge, I think they want Joe as, as far away from decision and policy making as possible. It's go, all right, Joe, here's the pen. You sign this, and, and that's it. Um, some 21 months into his term, Biden has made 55 visits to Delaware, or all of 174 days as of Sunday. Oh, he's, he is now surpassed. Here's the snide little shot. He has now surpassed even the getaway time of former President Donald Trump, so often criticized by Democrats for his regular departures from the White House to stay at one of his personal homes. Well, Donald Trump, even when he was away, uh, Donald Trump, whether he was at the White House, whether he, remember Donald Trump spent Christmas at the White House one year and he was waiting for the Democrats to come back so that so that they could get um, uh, the, the border wall sorted out. Um, but you had Donald Trump, whether it be 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, whether it be at Trump Tower, whether it be at Mar-a-Lago, the guy was always working. He's been a workaholic his entire life. You know, to say Joe Unity Biden's away and he's he's working, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really believe that. He's definitely away. He's definitely on vacation, though. Remember when uh, Kabul was being taken over by the Taliban and Joe Unity Biden had to, had to race back to D.C. even though he was talking about you know, what, what potentially could happen? And remember, oh, he also said that, no, it's not inevitable that the Taliban is going to take over Afghanistan. Well, look at us now. Look at, look at Afghanistan there. And then Jen Psaki. Well, they've been professional and businesslike. The Taliban terrorists professional and business like this administration told us um and you have and like i said folks the democratic party is so out of touch right now and also not just them but their accomplices in the uh mainstream media the pathological prolific pathetic liars that they are peter struck now you've heard me say that name before peter struck was the fbi agent that was put on the case crossfire hurricane donald trump Russian collusion and it never occurred and 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 the FBI still ran with it and the FBI was spying on the Donald Trump campaign. This is all Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok was the FBI agent who was texting the FBI lawyer Lisa Page who I guess he was like having an affair with his wife on integrity in him, right? And he was saying she said, "Oh, Donald Trump's not going to win the election, is he?" "No, no, no. We'll stop it," he said. And this is the same guy who also said, well, Donald Trump should lose a million to one. Also the same guy who said, I can smell the Trump supporters in Walmart. That's all Peter Strzok. 
he says, and this was yesterday, and I, I, I mean, I, I don't really know how to describe this other than I can just tell you what he said and you can just hear how stupid he really is. He's, taught, he's on with Nicole Wallace, who's just insane. I think she used to be like a George Bush uh, uh, secretary person in the press. She's just so far gone. Now, Peter Strzok says this, quote, I think if you look at the scale in terms of a threat to democracy, 9-11 was a tragedy, but 9-11 is nothing compared to to January 6th. What else are you supposed to say to that? You know, you want compromise in this country, and make no mistake, Peter Strzok is a bleeding heart Democrat. So far to the, this is the deep state FBI that Donald Trump always warns about. Peter Strzok is literally the perfect example of it. So he says 9-11 is nothing compared to January 6th. When all those innocent American lives were lost because of Osama bin Laden and, and because of the terrorists who attacked our country on American soil, one of the most tragic days that this country has ever had to live through. And Peter Strzok says, oh, January 6th, is, it, it, 9-11 is nothing compared to January 6th. And why does he say that? He says that because right now the Democrats believe that January 6th is, a, is an issue that Americans really care about. They're so out of touch with what the American people are going through. And um, in the New York Slimes poll uh, from yesterday, uh, New York, uh, I believe this was the New York Post that uh, comes up with this, quote, Americans hobbled by the twin effects of high, uh, the highest Biden inflation rates in 40 years, in an economy that is veering into a recession under, by the way, it's pretty disappointing for the New York Post. We are in a recession. It is as simple as that. Two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth equals a recession. The Joe Unity Biden administration and the Democratic Party has brought us into a recession. 42% of likely, but by the way, underscore them, uh, 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 the economy and Biden inflation and money. Is that, that is what are the top issues that Americans are looking at, right? 42% of likely voters say the economy and Biden inflation combined 26% of the economy, 18% for Biden inflation or cost of living are their top two concerns. This was in the New York Slimes poll. These are, these are American voters now. 58% of Republicans, 38% of Democrats, 40% of independents say that the economy is number one on their list. Um, that, by the way, nine percentage point jump from the same poll in July when 35% um, picked those issues, as did 23% of Democrats, 55% of Republicans, and 33% of independents. So that, to me, indicates that Americans aren't uh, Roe v. Wade and abortion is not at the top of their list. January 6th is not at the top of their list. Oh, by the way, not only Peter Strzok imploring Democrats about January 6th, and you got this uh, Aaron Blake for the Washington Compost, Democrats' failure to make 2020 about the threat to democracy. Again, of course, you know what he's talking about, January 6th. They think that if they make January 6th their biggest issue, 
that Americans are going to vote for the Democratic Party. I don't really believe that that is the case. And again, the the, the polling, the, the issues that Americans are worried about show that as well. But again, the Democratic Party is out of touch, and I'm not going to be the one to tell them. Uh, you had on MSDNC, by the way, Nancy Pelosi, who... I guess in a way, I wouldn't say being grilled so much by Andrea Mitchell, uh, because again, they're both Democrats and she's not going to do that. But she was, just, she was like, well, listen, there, there, there's crime, uh, there's, there's, there's the economy, there's inflation that Americans are worried about, and for some reason, Nancy Pelosi just goes, uh, yeah, I dismiss that. Uh, I can tell you that women's concerns are about their freedom. By the way, abortion, again, very, very much still very significant. This is Pelosi's quote. Very, very much still very significant in terms of how they will vote. And she goes, in fact, 80% of people who care about a woman's right to choose say they will, and it will determine who they vote for. So again, that's all the Democratic Party is trying to run on is January 6th and abortion. Look at Joe doing his rally earlier today. Abortion and January 6th. And I don't think it's a winning message for the American people. I really don't. Um, now that you have the Republicans who point out an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, a government that's accountable. Now that I truly believe is a winning message. But again, and, and, and the economy that's strong, that's number one on voters' minds when they go to vote. But I'm telling you right now, folks, I'm not going to be the one to tell the Democratic Party they're off base, that they're out of touch. Just just, just let them fund for themselves. And in three weeks' time, oh, boy, I hope I, I, I really do hope that Republicans get the majorities in, in the House and in the Senate back again. And, and we need to... The first part is Republicans winning. The second part is making sure that Republicans fulfill their commitment to America and get everything like this passed and then hopefully get us back on the right track, you know, with this disastrous Joe Unity Biden administration, which, by the way, now has 824 days left for all of us to endure as today is the 946th day of slowing the spread. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks, and it is never a bad day to be an American.